Ha-ha, for tonight, my creation will come alive. Igor, prepare to throw the switch. The switch here, master. Yes, that switch. Hang on a moment. Where's the brain? Ah, ah. Bad eagle. No, no, bad master. Eagle. Bad no, eagle. master, please. I have here brain, abby, normal. No, we just have to go without it. Right, very well. Throw the switch. Throwing the switch, master. It moves. It's standing up. It's walking towards the radio transmitter. It's sitting down. Say something, my lovely. Say something. You're listening to Staggering Stories Podcast number 60. Welcome, 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 and welcome again to the show. I'm Crumbly. I'm Keith. I'm Adam. And to disappoint many a listener, I am back. <laughs> Hello, It's Jean. How's the voice? Um, it's back. <laughs> I do apologise. <laughs> Unfortunately, again, we are fake Keithless. Oh. Unfortunately, real life is beginning to intrude in the ah, way she's got mm-hmm. a coursework, creative writing, and it's beginning to consume large amounts of her time. Hopefully, mm-hmm. when it's finished, she'll be back. Mm. It's an ongoing yeah, course. I think she well, promised to come back for the Christmas one. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. I think she's trying to pop in for the Christmas and one. And for mm-hmm. listeners, Keith is keeping the crisis seat warm in her place. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, unblocking the U-Bend with the Domestos of Information, it's the news with El Presidente. Ooh. Doctor Who news. Ooh. The Christmas special has been named. <gasps> At least the first of them. Oh. It is to be called The End of Time mm-hmm. Part 1. No mm. word yet mm. on what the second part's going to be called. I wonder what the second part is. Sorry, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just reminded of um, Hot Shots Part Deux. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm guessing here, now, this, this, is, this is purely my psychic abilities. Whilst yeah. <laughs> stabbing the dark. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering if it could be the end of time, part mm, two. They want you to think that. <laughs> mm. Don't be taken in. <laughs> I, I think it's going to actually be the end of time, part three, and everyone's going to go, what the hell, where's number two? <laughs> The evil of death or something. <laughs> <laughs> the rise of the spam merchant. <laughs> Can I go back to my old chair? <laughs> Probably should. Am I scaring you? Yes. All right. <laughs> it is notable in that this is the first time in the new series, a new Who, they've had a part Ooh. one. Yes. Mm. We've had separate titles. titles and two yes. Parts. Is this a new trend, new influence, or can't you just be bothered to think up a new name? I was going to say, I, yeah. or is this a sign of them running out of ideas? <laughs> <laughs> Continuing on the Who theme, mm. we have the early Waters of Mars viewing numbers. Oh, you watched yes. early? Yes, yes, I, I watched it very early. Doctor Who, The Waters of Mars, was watched initially by 9.4 million viewers, Ooh. according to overnight figures. Mm. Well up on the 8.4 million overnight figures for The Planet of the Dead. Mm. 310,000 watched the episodes on BBC HD, which... which El Presidente it, was one of those. Yep. yep. Which, <laughs> if confirmed, would be the highest ever rating BBC HD. Mm. Also, according to five-minute breakdowns, the peak audience for 
waters as Mars was at 10.4 million for the final five minutes. Blimey. So what happened? Did somebody sit down and look at the time and thought, oh, bugger out, Doctor Who's on and quickly <laughs> turn on the last? Now, what followed it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what did follow. I turned off then. So did yeah, I. turned over to Confidential. Mm. Uh, mm, did turn. <laughs> no idea. Oh, well. That's good news, though. So that's without recordings added. And, yeah, exactly. And, and so repeats. It's very likely to be over 10 million. Yeah, yeah. The end of it. And I know it hits Texas on the 19th of December. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> me and my brother had a quick email discussion uh, about it and he told me I can't tell him too much of the plot. Did you gloat? Uh, yes. <laughs> Has to be done. Has with, to be done. With relish. Oh, Ooh. yes. Uh, tomato or chilli? Relish. Come here. <laughs> no, don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched Being Human. <laughs> Dude, it is good. I it's recommend good. it. It's damn good. Being Human wins two awards. Oh, Being oh. Human has won two awards at the Royal Television Society Craft and Design Awards 2008-9. It was recognised for its werewolf transformation effects and its film editing. Is this the one about the ghost and the werewolf? Ah, I have yeah, seen an episode of it, yes. 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 Of the werewolf effects, the society said... Working with small budgets and tight deadlines, with no post-production enhancement, this work illustrates a real commitment to the profession and the genre. The effective transformations into a werewolf were a total force. Meanwhile, the show's editing was praised with these words... Bold, ambitious, and a very fresh piece of television, in which the editing treads the line brilliantly between drama, comedy and horror, allowing the show as a whole to be a terrific modern twist on genre television. Mm. Yes, it's That's certainly good. that. If you if you get the chance, I would re- heartily recommend it. I think I saw one one episode of it late night. It, it did look yeah. quite good, but I, was it one of these ones that the BBC moved around a lot? Like they have a want to sometimes. It was, it was mostly so, on BBC yeah. Three. I think that, that might have been is. it. Yeah. As we said in our last podcast, American television is going to do a yeah. reimagining of it. City has got their hands mm. on it. Yeah. So we wait Shiffy. with bated breath, <laughs> or not, as the case may be. <laughs> And more American remake-type news, this time Forbidden Planet, as we mentioned just about a year ago. I think so, yeah, yeah, that was first. Warner Brothers are remaking the original Forbidden Planet with a script by Babylon 5's J. Michael Straczynski. Don't tell me it's a return to Forbidden Planet. (laughs) (laughs) But without the rock and roll songs. Yeah. Yeah. But JMS goes on to say a little bit about it. Warner's is very excited about it, thinks it's a big franchise for them and a huge budget, so they're very much oriented towards getting it done. We've actually decided to show more of the first ship when it first arrived 20 years earlier to sort of counterpoint what's happening in the present story. There's little more action, but it's still a strong character piece. There's a fair amount of talking, but there's some really cool action pieces in it as well. <laughs> what I want to know is why didn't he do, use this one with the gravelly voice? I don't know. Well, Jimmy sounds doesn't sound like either. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so this sounds like not just the remake; it's another prequel. Well, it's a bit of both. Yeah, prequel-esque. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you see so, a bit of the past. So obviously, <laughs> it involves the uh, Bellerophon uh, landing on the planets. Yes. Yeah. And uh, all the crew of the Bellerophon, apart from Morbius, getting ripped Offed. pieces. Mm. Interesting. And talk of sequels already. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. You know, so like a couple of other films, it just strike me as a one-shot film. Well, that's the initial, yeah. the first Forbidden Planet. Well, so. seeing the only survivors were um, Alta and Robbie. I mean, yeah. And also Shakespeare didn't write a sequel, did exactly. it? Exactly. So, you know. oh, maybe he found, maybe he did, maybe he just discovered. He found a way. It's, yeah. it's The Lost Tempest Part 2. Yes. Oh, no. Forbidden Planet. 
Caliban. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, any more? Any more news? Another made-up award? Another made-up award? Okay. Well, are they all? But this time, Bernard Gribbins is up for a BAFTA award. Oh, what good old Bernard! Yes. yes, it's the EA. I hope that doesn't sound for Electronic Arts. It probably does. <laughs> British Academy Children's Award, and it's honouring Bernard Gribbins Ooh. for stuff such as his extensive Jackanory. I do find it somewhat strange that it's a long time since Bernard Cribbins did Jack and Ovi. Yes. Yeah. And, Nor- and, and Bernard Cribbins was very much um, one of the TV presenters of my youth. Yeah. Brilliant presenter, brilliant yeah. actor, didn't do a lot recently, has recently appeared on a, a minor BBC uh, sci-fi drama yeah, programme that we all hold close to our heart. Suddenly, they're considering him all in his prize. <laughs> he totally and utterly deserves it, but oh, why yeah. didn't he deserve it before he appeared yeah. on Doctor Who? Yeah. 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 20-odd years ago. Yeah. What it's, has also got me, sorry, what has also got me is the way it has been presented. It was just dropped in on the BBC news page with a picture of him and Bernard Cribbins. He's died. Oh, my God. I mean, that was the first thought that went through my head when I saw this news oh, really? article. Because okay. you've got all these people, filmed section yeah. with all these people, paying tribute to him, which he deserves. Yeah, which yeah, are, yeah. But the first thing that goes through your mind, if you miss the beginning of it, it's a, what's happened? Mm. Bernard's dead. Oh, no. <laughs> Looking at the film sequence they've done with all the interviewers, it is almost like yeah. it's a bit chilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I was I genuinely worried. I think they're jumping the gun somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Bernard is not dead. Bernard is still with us. He is. And he well deserves this award. Oh, God, yes. if it is a few Definitely. years late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but somebody might actually sort of go around whacking around the back of the head and say, right, well, I can put that programme on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Edited a bit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just put a couple of sort of talking heads at the start. Well, we knew him very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very worrying. And I still think his character used to be an assistant of Doctor Who <laughs> that was a police officer that witnessed a crime and was put in witness protection <laughs> programme and changed his name to Will. Because yep. when the Daleks landed, everyone else is going, meep, 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 meep. And he goes, aim for the eye stalk calmly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any more news? I have two final addendums. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not an addendum. Yeah. An addendum. One I, I picked up through the week is apparently they're going to be... Yeah, I've got a rash. <laughs> you can get clean for that, you know. One is they're doing a Beatles film. I'm not sure if it's a TV film or, or a release film. As in the pop combo. As in the uh, the popular pop beat combo. Yeah, yeah. aren't they a bit all dead? Yeah, they, they, they are all dead. A bit I mean, difficult seeing two of them are dead. Yeah, but they are doing a Beatles film. And apparently a certain Ninth Doctor is going to be playing the part of uh, Lennon. Lennon. Lennon, yeah. <laughs> Lennon. <laughs> 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 the founder of Russian society. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's a bit old. Yeah. Did, didn't Lennon die when he was younger than? I think Christine so. I is? think I think Lennon died when he was in the late uh, early forties, late thirties. I really can't see Eccleston as John Lennon. Yeah, I really can't. I could be just grasping at straws and or gossip and rumor, mm-hmm. but that 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 is. I had one. heard about mm. the Beatles, uh, something about Beatles yeah, remake, yeah. but no more than it's sort of been one of these lots of actors playing their parts. Yeah. But I hadn't heard if it was going to be a remake of mm. Help or a story of their uh, life or I, I, don't, I don't know but apparently Christopher Eccleston is going to be playing the role of John Lennon John Lennon mm. well as long as he can put a decent Scouse accent on <laughs> and a hot wire a car I mean <laughs> yeah. he's also going to have to lose some weight no, it depends mm. what they do and my last final addendum yeah. is the ongoing Doctor Who role playing <laughs> Cubicle 7 okay, okay. what's it, the latest well it was going to be released today over 30th, the call, right. 30th of yeah. November yeah. 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 Y
However, they're having the book printed in in America and it's being shipped over here. American customs have taken a very delightful interest in the shipment of books and it is now being delayed till the 12th of December. Right. Okay. Because it's been snagged by American customs. Could Why? be worse. <laughs> well, because it has somatic yeah. designs in that and then want to double check that these drawings of a TARDIS aren't actually blueprints for somewhere in American naval base or something like that. <laughs> and also thanks to the non-disclosure agreement that they've been signed with the BBC, all WHO information has been removed from Cubicle 7's website and forum. But how can it's they just vanished again? How can they publicise a product so they can't yeah. put it on their website? So, yeah. Rather self-defeating. Yeah. Isn't yeah. To say so what format's it going to come out on? Do we know? What game consoles? Uh, is it no, no, this for? is a, a pen and paper. Oh, this is a pen, pen and paper. Oh, role playing. Pen and paper game, sir. So. Reality based. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's been an interesting two years, certainly. It has been. It's so not it's finished de- yet. It's been detained by US customs. Yes. So <laughs> yes. Is it a case of the rubber gloves and the. Uh, they were, uh, last, Saturday, <laughs> last Saturday, they had uh, Dragon Meat, and there was meant to uh, do an early release at the Dragon Meat Con. Yeah. And they only had two books. One okay. of them, one of them was raffled off, and I think one of them was given as a prize. <laughs> I'm sure someone could scan them and load them up as PDFs. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure oh, somebody, somebody will. Yeah, somebody will. Yeah. 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 So, so maybe this year. Maybe this year. Yeah. By the maybe skin not. Of its teeth. <laughs> Obviously, they're not aiming for a Christmas market release. (laughs) Well, not now. (laughs) Right, we've been watching stuff. We have, yes. Well, yes. Yes. Mm. Digital stuff. What we have been watching is... Dreamland! (laughs) Adam, what is Dreamland? Well, it's an animated Doctor Who. Michael Jackson's ranch, isn't it? (laughs) Was it? Mm, (laughs) None of that, fortunately. Animated special for CBBC. Mm, It's on the red button service. Comprising of six parts. First being 12 minutes and the next five being six minutes. And it is effectively a kind of follow-up to Infinite Quest, at Mm -hmm. least in purpose, if not in storyline. And it's 3D animated. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. First yeah. time we've had a Doctor Who, she's been 3D animated. Yeah. Mm. It sort of flows like uh, more or less like a cutscene from uh, a computer game. That's, it that's it does start. look quite nice. Yeah, oh, it looks beautiful. Oh, I must say, the animation reminds me very much... I don't know if anybody used to watch Reboot back in the yes. late 90s. That is very much the same style of animation. Mm. That's how it, it reminded me. Yeah. I'd rather have the missing episodes of the videos done in this style than the oh, style yeah. they've been mm. doing in yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit more realistic. It's more like what yeah. I imagine an animation the, style uh, to be. The invasion flash animation was very jerky mm. to my mind. More this primitive. Looked great. The models, oh yeah, were very mm. high quality. They looked really good. The, an- the locations were great as well. Yeah. The actual animation, the movement, I thought yeah. was um, all mechanical. The yeah. I, how can I put it? Limited. I did have a sudden flashback to my youth when they're walking along or whenever they're running. I suddenly think of Thunderbird puppets because mm. <laughs> that. That's more or less how they're... Well, yeah, maybe. The Doctor in particular, I mean, he did look very gangly, for want of a better term. He just seemed... His limbs seemed longer than they should be. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> it's it's not photorealistic. It's very no. caricature. Mm. Yeah, it is. It looks yeah. the actual models say look good. They look yeah. really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they don't move perhaps realistically. Yeah. You won't ever mistake it for motion capture. Oh no, 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 not enough. So clearly the budget wasn't up to that. Yeah. The the bit of it I've seen, i I am an animation girly, but my animation tends to be more Japanese animation. <laughs> um Studio Ghibli and that kind of stuff. But I actually quite enjoyed this yeah. the, the episode mm, yes. I did see. And I probably will watch it when it's shown on Saturday um, and enjoy it because the little bit that I saw, the dialogue was quite well done and it is quite an interesting and captivating story. Mm. The question that came through my mind is, it is interesting, it's lovely, animation isn't cheap. Why is it not just a live-action Doctor Who episode? Yeah, (laughs) it's the case of it's the budget, who handles Mm. the budgets. Mm. This one, as we've surmised, is made exclusively for CB species and not made by the drama department. That's why they can lavish it's, this little bit it's extra. It's still BBC yeah. Wales. Yeah. Yeah, but it's whose budget comes out. So if it's out of the mm. children's mm. drama department. Yeah. yeah. I mean, from what I've seen, I'd say give it a try. Mm. Watch oh, it. Good, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think budget wise, it's got to be a lot cheaper than a TV episode, particularly mm. a TV episode mm. being that ambitious. I mean, where would they get, besides going to America or somewhere, where yeah. would they get that yeah. scenery? Right. How would they get the helicopters in? Yeah, the, the dogfight. Things. So they couldn't do that in yeah. real life, no. I don't think. Yeah. I hate to be one to nitpick. As I was saying to everyone uh, before we started recording, there's one scene in episode one where I'm, OK, it's supposed to be set in 1950s um, America, near Roswell. <laughs> yep. The Doctor and um, his assistants, for want of a better term, they were accosted by soldiers pilot- piloting Bell Jet Ranger helicopters. OK. Mm. Oh, but as I've pointed out, this is just purely alien technology that they've backwards made into this helicopter and they're test running it to make sure it works before they release it for general use. <laughs> so, of course, it was around then, but you didn't know it was around then. Mm. It, it'll... It's like the stealth fighter, you know, that was around for years before they Mm. knew about it because it all takes place in America New Mexico Roswell particularly Dreamlands Area 51 yes Mm -hmm. yeah that's perfect Doctor Who fodder and they've never really been there before I think they've only briefly touched about it in one or two books yeah good stuff it is not brilliant it is obviously made for a kind of lower age range than the average Doctor Who it's made for a younger audience definitely but it's full of excitement it's Mm -hmm. not particularly coherent Uh, oh no one thing that did strike me about it is the dialogue the conversations is very light-hearted very sparky very anachronistic because yeah. yeah. you've certainly got at one point uh, the doctor going on about an escape plan through the air docks and relieved that nobody's seen Alien, mm. Die Hard, <laughs> Aliens, Alien 2, a- and uh, Die Hard 2 and Die Hard 3. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, so there's a little bit of fun yes. in this. Mm. Yeah. Oh, a few of the bad guys in, in Dreamland, I mean, they're the arch- archetypal men in black. Oh yes. Which literally. were very present, of, especially mm. in the early days of UFO sightings. Yeah. I mean, you see the mysterious black-clad strangers yeah. driving an unmarked yet pristine you know, sort of a Cadillac or something like that. One of the real Detroit Chrome Mountains and you know, sort of turn up bang on the door and say you haven't seen anything <laughs> you know, forget what you have seen mm. and uh, the baddies means or they were across between the men in black or um, Agent Smith in the Matrix films yeah. oh yeah I often wonder why they did that because if they didn't raise your attention to it you probably would have forgotten what you're saying yeah. but someone coming up to go and forget what you have seen <laughs> makes you remember it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It's always counterintuitive. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, oh, yes. this podcast will be out after the full-length yeah. screening mm-hmm. on Saturday. If you Saturday. haven't watched it, get hold of it and watch it on iPlayer and give it a watch. <laughs> it'll be on iPlayer. It's going to be out on DVD, I think Blu-ray 2, yeah. in yeah. New Year. Grab a copy. Definitely yeah. grab a copy. Yeah. It's a light-hearted piece of fluff, really. Yeah. But It's a romp. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, yeah. nice doctor around this well, year. That's it. Make the most of it. Mm. Yep. Enjoy it. We've been watching more television, haven't we, children? Yes. More? You want more? Square eyes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> or wide screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah wide screen. screen. Mm. For yeah. you, it's sort of out here somewhere. Massive. Starfleet vous screen. screen wise, yeah. <laughs> Make it so. Mm. Uh, what else have we been watching? Paradox. 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 Or somebody just called it Parazone. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, just started... We've only one episode on this. It's just mm-hmm. started on... What is it? BBC One? BBC, BBC One. one. Yes. BBC One. And our oracle of knowledge will fill us in, won't you? Good. Who, me? What? Yeah, yeah, I like putting him on the spot. He goes, what? He's the one with the laptop. Yeah, he just yeah. looks yeah. at us like mm. a scared rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Paradox, it's, on the face of it, a standard police procedural BBC drama. But the twist being... There's no Gene Hunt. <laughs> there is no Gene Hunt. <laughs> but there is a Rebecca Flint, apparently, played by Tamsin Othwaite. Othwaite. Whatever. <laughs> and she is dragged into the realm of a physicist, an astrophysicist, in fact, mm-hmm. one Dr Christian King, who has somehow, on his computer been downloaded a bunch of files that appear to be from the future hmm. depicting a disaster a train disaster derailment or an explosion on a train we're not quite sure but there are dead people mm-hmm. and they have very conveniently an exact time on one of these photos oh. and they figure out through the episode where the accident's going to happen and they've got to try to prevent it or find out what is really happening and the first episode in particular we've only seen one because there's been yeah. one as we record this, it's very much them proving that it's true and that the scientist guy isn't behind it all he yeah. isn't a terrorist who's mm-hmm. plotting to blow up a train and I was very impressed with it actually on the face of it it sounded a bit bit weak a bit, bit flash forty maybe or mm-hmm. a bit minority report yeah. but it actually comes across like a pretty solid drama I have to admit when I heard it, the, the premise for it, I did actually think, oh, is this just a BBC cheaper copy of Flash Forward? Yeah, mm, those yeah. were my sentiments. Yeah, yeah. it does seem a, a tad coincidence that Flash <laughs> Forward, mm, a programme about everyone seeing X amount of months into the future, and now suddenly mm. there's this programme about getting snips into I know it's not the same distance and this yeah. isn't on such a big scale, but no. it's a similarity of idea. Mm. It is. That, yeah, but that no, you wondered. nobody passes out for two minutes and 17 seconds in Paradox. No. Personally, I wasn't impressed. Oh, really? It didn't, mm. I'm not saying it's a bad idea or a bad... It just didn't grab me at that point okay. in time. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to stick with it for another episode or two just to yeah. see whether it pans out. But at the moment, there was no way to change anything. Everything still happened. It was just trying, them trying to figure... I know I admit and acknowledge that it was the first episode, so yes. they're feeling their way as well, trying to understand what is going on. Yeah, yeah. But there was no... Nothing changed. They could not change what was happening. In yeah. fact, to a certain extent, they actually caused what was happening. Yeah. Because what mm. is it? You had uh, one guy who was at an interview for, for a job, I think, or, or to continue his job. 
job. Yeah. Be- and because of the police cop's interference, he lost that opportunity and left the interview early. Mm. So he was on the train that crashed mm. and that was their clue into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, well, I like that idea. Um, it is the old predestination. Yeah. Well, thing. that's the thing. I mean, if these files are coming from the future, I mean, it goes back to what we were talking about with uh, with regards to a uh, flash forward. I mean, is it a self-fulfilling prophecy or uh, yeah, or predestination? Oh, on flash forward though, they've proved you can change the yeah, future. You can mm. change it. Yes. In flash forward. Yeah, if everything is preordained. What's the point? <laughs> well, we don't know that yet. The yeah, first episode. That's, that's why I'm going to stick with it for a couple of more episodes. Yeah, yeah I've got yeah. to admit it. it. It gives it more time to give it a more chance. I'm not judging it on the but one. Didn't but... you mention um, Crime Traveller, which again yes. was mm. predestination? Yes. They could never change it. No, throughout pro- the entire series. Yeah, they every never, week they never change what they, happened. Nothing could be mm-hmm. changed. Yeah, and that was the point of it. Yeah, and I quite like that idea, and I, I was a fan of the idea, and quite a fan of the series too. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, coincidence. I mean, you just mentioned Crime Traveller. An EastEnders actor was in that. Um, yes. Was it named Michael French? I think so. Something, yeah, I think so. Yes. And there's yeah. an EastEnders actress in, in this. In, yeah, yes. Tas- <laughs> Tasman Althwaite. Yeah. Oh, was she who, an EastEnders? Who was in, That's yeah, why who you was... know that spell her so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, the secret's out. <laughs> Curse is foiled again. That's one of my points. How much interest can you keep the masses if nothing is actually going to change, if you can't mm. change, what's I think happen. in the first one they have to show that yeah. things can't be easily changed, yeah, I, mm-hmm. and I, then they've got to discover ways to change. I can, them. I can. Uh, that's why I, mean. I can understand where you're coming from, and that is one of the reasons why I'm just gonna. I'm not judging it on this mm. episode. Mm. I'm gonna give it a couple of more episodes. I was impressed that they but, didn't save the train. I was sure up until the last minute that they would. Yeah, and I was yeah. really glad they didn't take the easy option and, and they let it be destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, that downbeat ending, I think, <laughs> is it seems quite rare in TV now. Definitely. You always get the happy mm. ending. Uh, yeah. Definitely in TV <laughs> these days, it's all, everything must be rosy and fine. That's because yeah. we've got in the middle of a depression. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're in a recession at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> American TV is particularly bad at that. Oh, yes. Yeah. The easy, happy ending, the reset button and works all yeah, the well, stuff. Yeah, well, certainly an example is um, The Life on Mars I saw last night, which is definitely based on one of the ones from the British TV. Yeah. We had the two ver- the two cop groups. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it ended in Life on Mars with one, uh, our Eugene Hunt beating the crap out of the other cop group. Mm. Right. Okay. Yes. But oh, in, that's right. Yes. But in mm. the American one, they made friends at the end of it and defeated mm. the bad guy. Which, <laughs> you know. I think I prefer our version. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely prefer <laughs> our freeze version. frames on the laugh. Didn't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've videoed um, Paradox, but I just haven't got round to watching it. Yeah. I, I mm. went very much by. Um, Sorry, I'm an old tog. I heard very much by Terry Wogan's lot in the morning who was saying, well, as they figured out where the train was coming from, why didn't they just stop the train? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I was about to yeah, say. Why didn't they just train. cancel the train? You know, it, it kind of no, like late, think, but... the obvious solution. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I really did. Yeah, there were problems. They were really pushing the fact the scientist might be bad with yeah. all the evil music. And he <laughs> yeah. played it really arch as well at first. <laughs> did he go, oh, saw, yeah. ha, 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 oh, And we already saw him with a light underneath him, so his face was in shadow yeah <laughs> oh, and he's so got a beard he's got a beard definitely oh definitely oh, evil. so he is absolutely camping it up <laughs> it's Anthony Ainley isn't it <laughs> <laughs> but once I got past that it yeah. 
did yeah. settle down. It, so you you would recommend me to watch my stored copy on the hard drive then? Certainly, at least watch <laughs> the first episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I'll, I'll give it a go. Certainly, we we'll see where it yeah. goes. There yeah, are that, that's five the question. It's very it. difficult to judge just on the one episode. Is it just five? Well, apparently, according to that's mm-hmm. not many really. Because mm-hmm. I mean, even yeah. if it turns out to be brilliant, quite often it takes a few episodes yeah. for people to get, especially something like this, for yeah. people to get mm-hmm. into that's the story and, and go with it. If it is proving to mm. be successful, you've stopped it while it's just warming up. Yeah. If it turns out that it's a bit of a lemon but has potential, you could be cancelling it before it ratches its yeah. potential. Well, they, mm-hmm. there can be a second season, I'm sure. Um, but again, it's probably a fairly limited format. I don't yeah. know how much you can do it without... I, I can't that depends it. what the subplot behind yeah. it is that I we mean, don't know about. Well, yet. exactly. How is this data yeah. get how, how and why these foals appeared in yeah. the first place. Exactly, yeah. obviously, obviously. Quantum leap. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, so, um, basically, watch this space. Mm, yeah, yeah I look forward to it. I'm, okay. I'm hopeful, I'm very hopeful after this. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I, I'll certainly give it another go. Yeah. I'll give it a first go. <laughs> <laughs> And now, boys and girls. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and win. And win. <laughs> Finished? Yeah. We've been watching Sarah Jane Smith Adventures. Yay. Yay. See, it isn't just grown-up adult no, sensible no. programmes we watch. <laughs> Has my two things worth? Okay, talking of dogs, what have Ooh. we been watching? Like, no, robot dogs. Robot, uh-huh. robot uh-huh. dogs. Uh-huh. Oh, for crying out loud. This is what I have to put up with. You're, you're in the presence of the Elizabeth Sladen fan club here. You've got to watch what no, you no, say. Like, robot dogs. Robot dogs. Canine. Mechanical, vehicleized robot Hulk, dogs. Doug, Doug Hulk. Yeah. Is I'm getting... pulling the earth in behind me. Yeah, so is it getting deep down there? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Where were we? Now? Adam was yeah, about to let us worth. know what oh. the stories were that we've watched since Sarah got married or not, as the case may be. Yes, there were three more stories, as you Sarah say. Sarah Jane got married. Sorry. The Eternity Trap, which was a Ooh. ghosty story. Oh, yes, mm. yes. Mona Lisa's Revenge, which was an a runaround story. story. And The Gift, which was a Slitheen, mm-hmm. Blatherine, whatever, story. <laughs> Sue. The Eternity Trap. Yeah. Yes, mm. yes. Good old-fashioned ghost story. That, what, that was. That's it what was, like. What was it? Floella Benjamin. Benjamin, yeah. Very very reminiscent of The Haunting. I Ghost house. Uh, yep. Things seen out of the corner of eyes. Things going bump in the things night. Things going bump awesome. in the night, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Premise was that a two parapsychologist, professor-type people would come yep. to this haunted house to prove that it was haunted. Yeah. You have a lord of the manor who is desperately searching mm. for his children, mm-hmm. who were abducted centuries and centuries ago by this evil magician. Yes. And Sarah Jane's invited along to study how they're going to trace the ghost. 
and it turns out the ghosts aren't necessarily in everyone's imaginations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. In fact, he might not even be dead, nor may the children be. Yes. <laughs> um, so it was certainly in keeping with the Who tradition, as in there's no such things as ghosts. Oh, yeah. It's either alien life forms mm-hmm. or, or temporal anomalies yeah. or technology. There was a lovely scene in it that where Fluella Benjamin's character, the professor, was explaining to Sarah Jane and the children some of the theories behind ghosts and there was a reference to the stone tapes. Yes, yes. If anyone's ever had a chance to see the stone tapes, another Nigel Neal short story, Mm. it's about a haunted house (laughs) and a group of parapsychologists stroke recording artists at the haunted house. (laughs) But there are no aliens involved in that one, Uh, which I thought was was quite a nice little nod back. Well, speaking of nods, we haven't uh, said hello to the head of Pertwee yet. Oh, yeah. Hello, Hello, head head of Pertwee. Yeah. <laughs> he looks a bit depressed. Yeah, he does. Mm. He does. A little bit out of it. Didn't win the award, I suppose. Oh, well. Everybody else has, but not him. Oh. Yeah, he looks a bit downcast at the moment. We'll turn him upside down. Turn mm. that frown into a smile. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, again, on this one, as with the Sarah Jane one, Sarah Jane is starting to be the victim quite a lot. Yes. Mm. Yes. At least she's oh. not getting possessed. Because No, she wasn't possessed this time, mm, but she <laughs> was captured by the evil sorcerer that managed to capture everyone else and put them into another time yeah. point. Yes. Um, so she ended up getting captured and put yep. into another time point. You close it there, Repetition. Come on, girl, yeah. you should recognise a pitfalls by now. Pull your finger out. Uh, it's the problem. They want the other uh, kids to... <laughs> yeah. It's... They want the kids to save the day, don't they? Yeah. Get rid of the adult. And... Yeah. I also <laughs> noticed that uh, Luke wasn't in this one. He was... That's true. No, no lone Luke in it. No, because he was uh, doing... I can't remember what he was doing, but he wasn't in it. I know that In much. the story. What was he doing mm. in the story? I can't remember. I can't even mm. remember if they said. I think he just refused to go. He didn't believe yeah. in ghosts or something. Mm. Yeah, I think the actual actor was taking his... Um, he was doing GCSEs. Yeah. 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 So a convenient write-out. But it was for a ghost story, for a children's TV programme, obviously you're limited on how much you can do with a ghost story. Yeah. But for a ghost story, it was very well done. Oh, yeah. I thought it, it was yeah. very atmospheric the first, yeah. very atmospheric. The first yeah. episode particularly well it's like I'm saying you suddenly get the quick glimpses of the children yeah. out mm. the corner of the, as they're walking past the corridor yeah, you see well the children done. just standing at the end of the corridor they go mm. back they've gone well yeah. towards the end where Floyd Be- I can't remember her name but Floyd Benjamin. Benjamin's character Rivers. Professor Rivers is in the nursery yes I don't know if anyone else has seen the woman in black yes which mm. is the most frightening stage play you oh, will yeah. ever see in your yeah. life <laughs> And that has a nursery where all the toys start moving in the rocking chair. The rocking chair. And this yeah. very much reminded me of that. You've got all these toys starting to go off, and I thought that was very atmospheric, very yeah. spooky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was very well done. It's kind of a shame it's on so early in the afternoon. It isn't... Mm. No. It's, I suppose it's nearly dark, but it should mm. be on later in the yeah. evening, really, mm-hmm. this sort of thing. It should, it should be the one just before the news. Yeah. Well, it's around sort of 6, 6.30. Yeah, yeah like as a ki- just before the kids go to bed. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just give them nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we then went from the very atmospheric, very spooky, very surreal haunted house to the slightly silly yeah. Mona Lisa's Revenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
was a bit of a disappointment, this one, I thought, of, of this season. Yeah, it, it was a bit off the wall, it has <laughs> to be said. The Mona Lisa was meant to be Italian, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, what la, accent is la she... Gioconda. Yeah, and what accent is she speaking with? Not very Italian. Yeah, I think it's a broad northern... <laughs> Some kind of northern... Yeah. Yes, northern. There must have been a north in Italy. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got to admit, I'll give it that. I, you, I forgot that. So. It didn't help particularly the woman playing Mona Lisa didn't really look so much like a Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Uh. I, I, I did quite like the idea, though, that the, Mo- the, the Mona Lisa, the painting, this enigmatic figure, and over the centuries people have made up these stories and feel she's a very enigmatic, sort of like mm. must be very surreal. And, and you end up with this kind of like, God blimey, governor, Italian <laughs> yeah. woman, yeah. who is nothing gov. like the, the actual image of the Mona Lisa. <laughs> If you look at the picture of the Mona Lisa, she has no eyebrows. Yeah. And yeah. indeed she didn't in the... Uh, the the, the actress had her eyebrows yes. sacrificed. Mm-hmm. No, you could see they'd, they'd put stuff in oh, her yes. eyebrows. You could really see the wrinkly of the uh, But the imagine latex. getting it pulled off. <laughs> She wouldn't have any eyebrows after that. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not. I quite like the story in that the actual, the Mona Lisa isn't an alien or yeah. anything mm. like that. It's the paints or the minerals within the mm. paints yes. that bring the character within the painting to life. <laughs> not so, really explained scientifically, but, you know. But, yeah, <laughs> so there's something about the element of the paint that gives the mm. actual character life, which yeah. is why you have the other painting, which we don't see, that has something rather nasty on it. <laughs> Which also comes to life. Mm. There weren't any direct references to City of Death, unfortunately. Yeah. No. <laughs> so it hasn't got, does, this is a fake written underneath. Not the, that we saw. Oh, but well. it doesn't contradict it either. <laughs> and it hasn't got all the spaghetti face in it. <laughs> no. <laughs> and again, our Sarah Jane falls victim. Yes, very, <laughs> very early. Yes. Towards the end of episode one, she ends up in a painting. Ooh. Ooh. Which is very reminiscent of Sapphire and Steel. Still, yes. Mm. Yes. 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 Yeah. But without the atmosphere this time. Mm. So. Yes. <laughs> The strange man without a face. Yes. Yeah, Mr. Sheep. This one very much was almost running up and down corridors. Yes, mm. it was. Sort of a padding episode. It, it yeah. was. It, it was a. I think, whereas the Eternity Trap would appeal to the older, yeah. younger viewers, this one was very much more for the younger, younger mm. viewers. It was slapstick. It was. Mm-hmm. A good romp, but... Piece of fluff. Mm. Yeah. I thought it was rather disappointing, personally. Obviously, I'm not the target, the target age. Audience. Yeah. But yeah. this season, they seem to have really brought the bar up yeah. compared to previous seasons. This one seemed to go kind of go back down to <laughs> yeah. um, earlier seasons. This was the silly story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's K9 Saves the Day. Oh. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. A copy of K9. A copy. <laughs> yes. Okay. Suddenly, although I'm not sure we've ever been told this before, but Clyde is a really good artist. He can draw. Ah. So he drew a picture of K9 and... I see. ...then tricked the Mona Lisa or whatever yeah. she was to, yeah. into bringing it to life. To life. Okay. But they never explain either how she can bring things to life because she's brought to life because of the paint mm. she's made yeah. from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so it doesn't explain she... how she yeah. herself brings other things mm. to life because obviously they are not made of the same paint. Mm. Mm, just one of those little things where you're you're not supposed to ask yeah, the question. <laughs> it seems like a good idea at the time yeah. but they haven't actually gone to thought why. Also she brings a henchman out of a painting who's a highwayman. <laughs> 
<laughs> but his, his face mm. is covered with a mask. So, so he can't talk. So he can't talk. <laughs> but on that logic, how can K9 fire a gun uh, or, yeah. or move or anything? Yeah. All his internals don't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't. It sounds yeah. like it wasn't properly thought through. Yeah, yeah. don't ask too many questions. <laughs> it doesn't stand mm, up. Just get yeah. carried along with the story. Yeah. So Sarah Jane was released from her painted incarceration mm-hmm. to go and receive some gifts. Oh yes, in the in the third episode. Aha. Uh-huh. Season finale. Is it right? Where you'd expect something big. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. it was big <laughs> and greenish. <laughs> Orange. Orangey green. <laughs> Let me guess. Slathing. Kind oh. of, yes. Oh. Oh. Or the Slovene costumes painted orange. Orange. <laughs> yeah. It turns out there are more than Slovenes on the planet. Oh, Raxico Phalapatorius. Raxicorico. Oh, it's Raxicorico Phalapatorius. Raxicorico These are the Blatherine. The Blatherine, not the Tango Man. Oh. Not the yeah. Tango Man. The Blatherine. Blatherine. Yes, mm. who are another family. Mm-hmm. We, we later find out towards the end are related. Well, yes. <laughs> to the Slovene. They are. But they come across as really friendly and helpful and they save mm. the earth from a couple of Slovene yep. who are trying to do something or other. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, up or... it doesn't really matter. It's kind of the first couple of minutes. <laughs> but their credentials are set because they actually kill these two oh. Slovene as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. And they give Sarah Jane a plant yeah. mm. which mm. is going to help save world famine, etc, etc. It's a mother from outer space. Ah. And it's yep. bad. Mm. Yeah, feed me, Seymour, feed me. <laughs> <laughs> and as is this wants, this plant mutates and spreads its spores everywhere mm. and infects Luke because he's a threat. Yeah. And you still wonder why it's on the planet Earth, yeah. why this this mm. plant. And I think that was quite a nice twist. It turns out the Blatherine are addicted to... Oh. This plant, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's quite strong stuff, really. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like catnip to yeah. blatherines, yeah. <laughs> which I, I thought was in some ways it was a grown-up idea. Yeah. You're yeah. dealing mm-hmm. with the, an the addiction, drug, yeah, drug, the drug thing, but it was done in a very light-hearted way. Yeah, mm. Mm, but even so, it was putting yeah, putting across a very pertinent message. So. Mm. Yeah. Um, again, this was quite an amusing one, but thankfully yeah. the blatherine slitherine <laughs> thingies weren't. In, they annoy me. They really do. <laughs> <laughs> They weren't in it too long. They don't no. annoy me quite as much as that thing from Love and Monsters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. Yeah, from These plum, two were plum. played, or at least voiced, I suppose they were in the suit, yeah. by uh, Simon Callow. And they, oh, God, yeah. I thought you were going to say Simon Cowell. <laughs> no, no, Simon Callow, who's yeah. from um, I'm Quite Dead. Dead, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. And Miriam Margulies. Yes. Um, Famous actress. Yes, mm, yes. yes. Last thing she was in was the Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. Mm. Yes, she's been yes. in that. I don't think she's ever done Who before. I don't think she yeah. has. I think, if anything, I would have put Eternity Trap as the last episode of the season. Yeah. It, it is and ended it up on an art high. Yeah. yeah. This one kind of wasn't quite as young and childish as Mona Lisa, yeah. but it was still it still doesn't it was quite still the in heights. The silly, it silly was, region. Yeah. It's a bit of a step up over most Slovene stories, probably. To a certain extent, I have seen where the Slovene are concerned, they do step back into slapstick. Mm. They do. There wasn't too much of the farting and stuff like that yeah. this time. <laughs> this is the thing with Sarah Jane, though, sometimes. It almost seems to change its audience it's aimed for. One story will seem to be aimed more for the sort of, like, seven to nine-year-olds, yeah. and then you'll have another story that seems to be aimed more towards the 13, 14-year-olds. Yeah. Mm. 
I know it's not aimed at me at all, being <laughs> ever so slightly older than me. <laughs> and I thoroughly enjoy them, but I sometimes think it must be disappointed if you're a younger yeah. cut kid mm. and you get a story that's a bit too grown up or an older mm. kid vice and you versa. get yeah. vice versa that's mm. a bit too childish. Yeah, luck of the draw. But uh, well worth watching. Yeah, but I say it was an odd decision to end on that. Previous seasons, haven't they had... The, the villain return at the, you know from mm. earlier in the series yeah to come I mean back what is it the, the last season it was oh god um Santaran Santaran plus the yeah Mrs uh, Wormwood or whatever Wormwood that's, yeah. that's what I was thinking I, yeah. I have to yeah. admit of the entire season I'm very very surprised that Sarah Jane's wedding was at the last yes one, mm. to actually end you on the last one with the Doctor etc well I've heard rumours that that was the plan but they couldn't schedule it that way although I'm not mm. quite sure why they couldn't yeah. film it's out of order and then yeah. Yeah, I don't know maybe yeah. there are logistical reasons like there could have been may, mm. may have had uh, more special effects added to it I, yeah or just lead times in yeah. general maybe yeah. they just yeah. couldn't reshuffle it yeah I don't know which is a shame because that would have been a spectacular ending it would have yeah. been yeah, yeah. it would have led into Waters of Mars a bit better yeah. but there we go be interesting to see what happens with season 4 of Sarah Jane yeah. yes they have been improving season by season yes they have been yeah. So, yeah. from what I've caught of, of this season uh, it's I like Torchwood Torchwood yeah so, Improving season by season. Yeah. And I think Liz Sladen's enjoying playing the character again more. The first one she was revisiting a character she hasn't played for many, yeah. many years. Many, many years. And mm. she's got to play the same character. But it isn't the same no, character because she's now 20, 30 years older. No, well, that's it. She's had a career, a life and all the rest of it. And I think it's possibly taken not only the writers but the actress a while to find out who this Where new Sarah is Jane now. is and yeah. get comfortable and play mm. her without... Well, the Sarah Jane for the 21st century. Yeah, yeah. you know, without playing someone who is totally different character mm. but someone yeah. who has obviously grown up. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's getting better because the actors are getting more com- comfortable. Or the lead actress yeah. is getting more comfortable in and the role. The Actors are getting older and better acting than the young yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> the nearest thing I compare it to is, is the Harry Potter movies. Yes. If you watch the first Harry Potter movies with the children, mm. no disrespect to them, but it is bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it's good. been a while, but yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. So they're growing into themselves as actors. Mm. The one thing I will say that I think is going out of the Sarah Jones, which I quite liked for the first one or two seasons, is the element of pathos. Yes. Oh, which definitely. I know the children miss completely. Maybe, maybe not. Or, or, or a lot of them will do but this whole idea of the woman who's never married yeah. that she's mm-hmm. dedicated her whole life to this and there's been points where she looks back on things and you get this real feeling of pathos in yeah. the stories for some that for me th- for me that come across mostly on the doctor one mm. that yes. was really quite for, for a kids show it was quite sad Mm. Yeah. But that's been almost the only one this season that's yeah. touched on. Yeah, they area. had the one last season, was it? The other trickster one where yeah. her mm. past was changed. Mm. She went back to see her parents. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm. But uh, no, if you haven't watched Sarah Jane, don't think it's just for kids. It is, it is worth watching. Mm. It's a oh, bit of a good romp, well, yeah. rather. Mm. Anyway, you lovely people out there, you've all been writing to us. Ooh. Right, our first, it's from Daniel, who's a first, well, first time writer actually. Ooh, hello Daniel. Daniel. Mm, hello, hello Daniel. Daniel. He says, hello team. Hello. This hello. is my first time writing because I've just started listening last Tuesday and I've listened to a lot of your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know our top five Doctor Who stories. Well, oh, here yeah. is mine. Definitely. Okay. 
At number five, it's Dalek. Number four, The Stolen Earth and Journey's End. <laughs> number three, Planet of the Dead. Number two, The Waters of Mars. And in at number one, it's Utopia and The Sound of Drums and The Last of the Time Lords. Thank you there, Jimmy. Interesting choice. Or New Who as well. Yeah, well, New yeah. Who. Yes. Well, I, I think that can be uh, understood by his next line. Oh, go mm. on. Please can you read this because I'm only ten, and can you also say that my birthday is on Friday? Which is oh. probably gone by a week it's or two. Probably gone by now, but yeah, happy, anyway, birthday. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday, Happy birthday birthday for Friday. Mm. All the best, Daniel. P.S. Can you do more of the court arguments because they are really funny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we'll we, we, we will. We've got we They've gone on a hiatus for a little while, like the show but they will be back yes yeah. we have we have one planned i do like the uh the last one utopia and the sound of drums mm. the last of time Lord. Yeah. Um, that, that actually was up there in my top 10 as well i had to admit <laughs> a bit of a cheap in them all in one I yeah, yeah i suppose they are they're all in technically one. it's one, one story, story but yeah. <laughs> i think we should totally and utterly allow that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cut the kids some slack yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suppose no blink though, no no no, no empty no, child. No, yeah, no man of terror. But there we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man of terror. He's too young to have no, watched no, Rain no, of Terror. No, man, I'm man. too young to have. No, I'm not too young to have watched. <laughs> <laughs> now who's in the hole? Now who's there? <laughs> I would have been about six weeks old. <laughs> Minor technicality. <laughs> Right, we've got here, one here from American fan Eric. Hello, Hello, Eric. Eric. Hey, team, including his tanginess, <laughs> the hop. Head of Pertwee. Yep, the hop. Not the hop. Not the hop, <laughs> Great show, though I was disappointed that neither of the females, even the false female, not Jean, whoever the hell that was. <laughs> Should we ever tell anybody? <laughs> no, no, let's no. keep it to ourselves. Yes. Was able to join you in your discussion. I was sad as well. Yeah. This is uh, why it was sensible that week. Yes. <laughs> we were able to join you in discussion, the waters of Mars. Hopefully they would have been able to help you realise that it is about 8 billion quality units better than the tripe trifle that was Planet of the Dead. Yes! I, I don't think he liked Planet of the Dead. No. Gene's yeah. comments certainly helped even the balance. But Planet of the Dead... Please! <laughs> Best True. episode ever. No. <laughs> okay, I think no. that may be pushing it. That just, is pushing it. Just a tad. Not really. I think it's an acquired it. taste. Yeah. <laughs> True, The Waters of Mars was not a perfect story. Yeah. The beginning was a touch slow, yep. but it was very, very good and one of the best of the Tenant era. Mm, bit early to say, Wissy. As for the comment that the same little person about why the Red Church survived at the end, <laughs> consider this. There are two people, a couple even who are alive who should not be what will they do will they have children who might their children be and so on down the ages Mm. his thwarted attempt to save the wonderfully portrayed adelaide brook ended up not changing things much it's the little people who have the destructive power on the fabric of the universe Mm. remember the ninth doctor's admon admonish i can't even pronounce admonish admonish (laughs) admonition thank you that word (laughs) of Rose in Father's Day. An ordinary man is the most important thing in the universe. We'll see whether that couple gets to revisit it in End of Time Part 1. Or 2. Creative naming that. (laughs) Or whether they're left as a very loose end. Anyway, that bit said, watch out for falling pianos and always keep a cricket board handy just in case. (laughs) Your American fan, Eric. Thank Thank you very much, Eric. Eric. Thank you, Eric. Thank you.
I think, yeah, generally people have been rather more upbeat about uh, Waters of Mars and Planet of the Dead. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, it's far better story. I, I admit I'm perhaps a little bit perverse. Well, as I said, I'm, I'm not saying it was Waters, uh, Planet of the Dead was better then, but it just gave you a different feeling. It was more upbeat and a romp. Maybe hard well, to compare, but... Well, this one is... I can, I've watched Planet of the Dead probably four or five times now. Yeah. I've watched Waters of Mars twice and don't really want to go and watch it again. <laughs> it just doesn't have enough to... Drag uh, you back. Well, we'll wait. We'll wait and see what the test of time is. Yeah, exactly. Hello, Staggering Stories team. And yes, the dusty, long-tongued head of Pertwee. <laughs> I've missed something, that, haven't that, I? That was, <laughs> we were commenting how he cleaned himself last mm, time because yes. oh, he's got right, a very okay. long tongue. He parts his, parts his hair with his tongue. Yes. yes. Oh, I have for you... All waters of Mars feedback, yay! Other means via internet downloads. <laughs> Take that, catch up, BBC America. I thought overall the story as a whole was quite good. Mm-hmm. The most memorable scene was when the doctor was watching everyone evacuate and he himself knowing that they were all going to die. Mm-hmm. Was you could see it all in his eyes, contemplating whether or not to do something about it, was very deep. On a whole, the story really holds up. Watching it for a second time, it still keeps me focused and not wanting to just watch Super Troopers, one of my favourite movies. I give it 10 out of 10 because of its really watchable quality. I have a suggestion about a show to review. Bear with me. Sanctuary, it has just recently gone into its second season, which is big here in the States. (laughs) I have even provided an MP3 audio of theme. Until next time, JD. P.S. You work better without the female. (laughs) There to fuel your rent so they stay more on topic. (laughs) Without the occasional bursting into song like a really bad musical. <laughs> oh dear! I think, dear a few, I think a few feathers are ruffled. I there. think they are. I think they're T T F N J D. I think sort of coming back to that it, again, it very much about Tennant's acting. Mm. Certainly, when he was watching, the, as he puts out here, he was watching everyone evacuate, and you yeah. could see in Tennant's mm. eyes. Yeah or the look about him that everyone here was going to die he was watching basic dead men especially considering all you had to see was really his face and his eyes the rest of him's in a space suit Mm -hmm. and the the amount of acting as he's walking away from that scene he's listening to this and he knows and you can see it's breaking the doctor's heart heart, etc and you're literally just seeing this in a face that you're looking through a glass screen at it's amazing blue lit so yeah well the thing is I mean he's basically he's hanged in on the horns of a dilemma and he's just hanging there twitching yeah that's what it is basically mm. yeah it's kind of a shame he was stuck in that space you wonder how he would have performed if he mm. weren't restricted in that way mm. uh, maybe it maybe it helped him I don't know mm. JD you may write again to us mere females if you wish to on, on that if you're wondering why the last episode was probably a little tighter and less rambly it's because I had to cut out about half an hour yeah <laughs> we, time. we did because the females weren't there to restrict us we did ramble a bit <laughs> digressions and <laughs> Not because the women weren't here, because I had to cut them all out. He was he was brutal. Mm. He was. He I was, had to be, unfortunately. He missed the whole bit about um, the, the greatness of love and monsters. Yeah. <laughs> Shame they had to go. <laughs> anyway, back at the farm. It's on the cutting the room floor The funny farm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hi, gang. I can't be bothered to make a complaint this fortnight. 
You've worn me down with your damn cheery bonhomie. In fact, it has to be said, you've all done very well. Yours wrapped up in red tapery chin. Thank you. Thank you, Chin. Chin. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, before Robert's letter, I have an audio feedback, which he did not quite in time for the last podcast. Oh, right. Okay, okay. so here's Robert's audio feedback. Hi, guys. It's me again. It's Robert. Hello. Sorry Hello. about Hello. last week. Uh, I did send you some written feedback, but it obviously didn't get to you in time. <laughs> Hopefully you'll uh, read it out in this one. It's a bit behind... Um, a bit outdated. Yeah, uh, but never mind. Anyway, great podcast the other week. Um, I was uh, sad to learn that one of my favourite shows, Being Human, is getting an American makeover. <laughs> my A piece of my soul had just died. <laughs> They'll ruin it. It'll go on for about a series and then it'll be cancelled. Yes. And it won't be half as good as the original. Nope. Yes. <laughs> um, what else was there? Oh, something on this week. Uh, what was it? Uh, no, that wasn't it. Um, oh, yeah, that's it. That's Doctor Who came back. Oh, oh yes. I'm uh, yes. very impressed with that, actually. I think it was one of the best specials so far. I enjoyed um, every minute of it. Most of it was Doctor Who by numbers. Uh, although I must point out that the uh, flood monsters were actually pretty creepy and scary. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, nice to have a mention of the Ice Warriors. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Tip of the hat. Uh, thinking that they may have left because of the flood, that's actually quite ingenious. But uh, I enjoyed everything in it um, except for one thing. <laughs> the robot was just plain oh, annoying. Just <laughs> and it also supplied what... Um, I would like to call the uh, flying bus moment of this, <laughs> uh, thing with the uh, doctor riding uh, the robot as like a Segway. <laughs> uh, but it's still not as bad as the flying bus, I must say. <laughs> Phil Ford must have held back Russell T. Davies from going overboard on that. Um, grateful to him. Um, and uh, as for the last 20 minutes, that was the best part, I think. Oh, yeah. But, yes. Oh, dear. Doctor's gone down a bit of a bad path. Mm. I think uh, the beauty in it is it's the first time that we've really ever been afraid because of the Doctor, not for the Doctor. Mm. Mm. It's yeah. almost like he's channeling the Master or something. Yeah. Time Lord Victorious, he's finally cottoned on to the fact that he's the last of the Time Lords and why does he need to play with the rules that the original people left? Mm. Why does he need to follow the rules full stop? Um, I think uh, this is the event that pushed the Tenth Doctor over the edge, really. Especially when Adelaide uh, made the ultimate sacrifice, as it were. Hmm. The other thing that uh, really, really got to me was the fact that I think... The Doctor was trying to prove to himself that if he could change this moment in history, then maybe he could avoid his own death. By changing this, he could prove that he didn't have to die and regenerate. Mm, possibly, mm. yeah. As is the thing that he seems to know that he's about to regenerate. 
this doctor especially mm. David Tennant's doctor is a bit more skittish than any other doctor we've had before even Eccleston's doctor but a brilliant episode all round and I think well worth the wait and I want it to be Christmas now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well that's about it I'm afraid um, I've got to go Hopefully you'll play this in oh, yeah. the right one, but uh, uh, no. anyway, <laughs> um, I'm sending some pictures of my graduation oh, sure. with this, and you might even recognise a couple of names I'm holding up on a piece yeah. of paper. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, that's well, it. Uh, bye, everybody. All hail El Presidente. <laughs> and remember, water always wins. <laughs> what? What? Thank you, Wilbur. Oh, no, um, yeah, uh, uh, I'll be with you, uh, see you next week, hopefully. Oh, God. <laughs> you need a plumber there. Yep. <laughs> Try your backstroke. Yes. Robert, when you get a leading role as the next producer or director of Doctor Who, please remember your friends at the <laughs> Staggering Stories podcast who would really, really love to go and have a little wander around the yes. set one day, oh, even yeah. if it is in our Zimmer frames and wheelchairs. <laughs> Be there. Anyway, well, we have well, more feedback from Robert. More feedback? Oh, yes. Ooh, yeah. He says, Dear Staggering Stories team and their pampered pet, the head of Pertwee. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you, with this letter, our times, timelines will have realigned. Yes. Uh, yes. Mm, yes. Yes. This is in we'll the one you, you intended. And we'll get to you for Podcast 60. Yes. Yay! You can now get a bus pass now. <laughs> <laughs> and also that the girls will have recovered from their bout of piggy flu. Almost. Almost, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about, the, yeah, sorry about the delays, but I've been rather busy for the past couple of weeks. This culminated in my graduation. Very well done. Yes, congratulations. congratulations. Yes. In which I was given my degree by none other than Captain Picard himself. <laughs> hey! Oh, really? Wow. He's the Chancellor of my university. Oh. I've seen him in his Speedos. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's not Robert, by the way. I haven't no, seen no, him in his no, no, Patrick's shirt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So thanks to you, through the ceremony, the secret logs of Captain Jean-Luc Picard were going through my head. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. <laughs> Big thank you to Tim for those. Yeah. I enjoyed your segment on Defying Gravity, even though I don't watch it myself. I, however, have noticed a pattern in sci-fi shows. Human spaceships are always named after the Greek gods and heroes. Well, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. In the words of Jack O'Neill from Stargate, why can't we call one Enterprise? Or even better, <laughs> Serenity. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Merlin is keeping me entertained between Doctor Who specials. Oh, yes, he yes. is. The thing I've noticed, mm. however, is they seem to be doing, be doing either comedy episodes or dramatic ones. <laughs> for example, on the comedy side, we have episodes like Beauty and the Beast, and mm. for the dramatic episodes, we have Sins of the Father and the Lady of the Lake, her arm clad in the purest shimmering seamlight, <laughs> held aloft Excalibur from the bosom of the water. Sorry. Long film. <laughs> Get on with it. There's <laughs> some strange women lining but <laughs> I for one prefer the dramatic episodes. The latest episode, The Lady of the Lake, brought a tear to my eye, which is not an easy thing to do. <laughs> the only other programme to do that was Babylon 5. Yes! <laughs> Mustache, but for the next podcast I shall in- include a recipe for chocolate fridge cake. What? As part of, <laughs> as part of my festive feedback. Excellent. Oh, good, yes. 
You think the brownies will kill you? Wait until you taste these. <laughs> Gabby, very fat after this <laughs> yeah. podcast. Bod be with you, Robert. Thank you. Okay, Robert. Mm. Have we reviewed Merlin? We haven't. Yes. I, think we've I wasn't present, was I? No, I don't think you were. I think we touched on it briefly, but it's one we've certainly got to get back to. I suspected yeah. as much because I so, so have to avoid myself from picking <laughs> holes in the hole. <laughs> 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 There's no resemblance to the Arthurian legends. Which right. version? Mm. Uh, any version (laughs) (laughs) dear team you've all done very well (laughs) now the last podcast featured only the chaps both chappesses being off sick with the lurgy (laughs) this could be interpreted as a clear indication of the power of my mind I was off sick with swine flu three weeks ago as always auntie jean and fake keith were never far from my thoughts <laughs> and thus i transferred my germs to them genetic transfer without the fun bits <laughs> <laughs> if i keep that up i'll shoot me throat <laughs> I, I just think wind has now been reduced to a puddle <laughs> So I win, I never felt a thing honest. (laughs) 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 Nevertheless, with only the chaps presenting, I thought, great, I can listen at my desk, chortle a little and go about my business. Mm. And then the feedback section came (laughs) and a husky jean appeared right at the end. (laughs) Well, all I can say is... McFadden, Smugmatic filter engaged. Blah, blah, desk, raised about two inches. (laughs) Blah, blah, bloss, boss, came along to see how I was doing. Blah. Blah, blah, sat on desk. Blah, blah, could hear the screams in Swindon. Blah, blah, season ticket for embarrassing injury. Blah, blah, can see round corners. Blah, blah, I brufafane gel. Blah, blah, has benefits, I suppose. Blah, blah, comfortable mumble. Blah, water the plants whilst fascinating the other way. Blah, blah, flange. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Keep up the adequate work. How about a staggering stories flashing blade crossover special for Christmas? Sound of weeds blowing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not Clang. that. I'm, I'm not sure if we can take so many egos crammed into a yeah. small space. <laughs> mm. Sure, we could get so many microphones into one place. <laughs> <laughs> Bod be with you. Win. <laughs> And now, for all those wonderful, happy, smiling people out there, and especially when you know you're there with your paper and your pen, drawing doodles, <laughs> subliminal messages. And he's not me, hello, Phil. And yes, you're a sneering if it makes you a memory. Thank you. Right. I can't look at how you work these out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so some breaking news. Oh, oh, breaking, oh, news. breaking, oh, news. breaking oh. news. According to Mr. Chin, in fact, oh. on Facebook, he just Facebooked me and said, I'm sure you've already heard, but just in case you haven't, Torchwood 4 is go. Yeah. I had heard rumours earlier in the yeah, day. Yeah, I, I had mm-hmm. heard, but I but didn't want maybe to... it's been confirmed, I don't know. Nothing mm. to substantiate, and mm. we don't talk about skewless gossip on this broadcast. Oh, we would never, never do such but talking of which, you can find out a little bit more about us, probably more than you want to know, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. You can go to the Staggering Stories group. And or, and we have the tweets as well. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Twitter. Yeah. Do we tweet? Do people tweet at us? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I have a Twitter account. Fake Keith 
doesn't really use a Twitter account, but no. she does have one. <laughs> I don't have a Twitter account. And my life is too dull and boring to yeah. annoy the rest of the universe. With. Having and, tea now. And if you want to delve even further into the murky recesses of our mind, take a troll around the uh, main websites. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. indeed. Just had an update. Well, you've just had this download form. Mm-hmm. Well, In case you weren't sure where yeah. it was, yeah. we're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I could be getting it via the RSS feed or iTunes. Hello. <laughs> so, anyway, if you want to contact us, please do at show at staggeringstories.net. Bye-bye. <laughs> just to warn everybody, the next podcast is going to be recorded the day after this one goes out. Yes. Which is unusually quick for us. Yes. Because of, uh, well, me being away over Christmas. Yeah, he, he's being fancy. He's leaving mm. the country mm, and going yes. to his selected island somewhere. Yeah, my mm. island retreat. Yes. Secret island, yes. yes. But it will be out on normal time. Is officially out on the 21st, Monday the 21st mm. of December. Just in time yep. for Christmas. Although unofficially, it'll probably be out Sunday afternoon before, mm. as usual. Yep. So that'll be our Christmas episode yeah, next time. Christmas yeah. party. So Cakes, there won't be lots of space cream. for feedback from everyone, would there? There won't. You will have about a day to get feedback in if you want to. Mm. Well, it would only be the sound of us groaning because we've eaten so much jelly and ice cream. Mm-hmm. Mm. And turkey. And so, dear listeners, that once again brings us to the end of another show. Ah! Ah! But our next one will be our Christmas special. Or you'll fool us pagans out there. (laughs) Well, yeah. Festivus. Don't you dare go American on me. (laughs) (laughs) Quenza. Yeah, what is Kwanzaa anyway? Quiz show, isn't it? Kwanzaa! Right! That's Banzai. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Wookie Life Day. Oh, yes. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so, our special Christmas podcast. Yes, with all the fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. We started it already. <laughs> so until then, it's me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. It's me, Jean, saying au revoir. Adam saying goodbye. I plan to live forever. Die trying. You have been listening to Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, Number 60, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler, and Keith Dunn. Views expressed here are those of speaker and don't necessarily represent those other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended. This podcast is an old Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Missions into a werewolf. We're a total force. Is he taking the whole soothers? <laughs> <laughs> You're regretting that now, aren't you? You've got more to go yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Meanwhile, the show's mm. editing was praised with these words. Allowing the show as a whole to be a... T- <coughs> <laughs> what, what, where's the that? <laughs> How do you spell that? Oh. T-H-A-T. <laughs> See that, readers? Or listeners? It's the wink. <laughs> you just so want to be glad you can't see that <laughs> oh, Anne Robinson's wink was bad and, oh. Oh, thank you at least I winked with me eye <laughs> which one? <laughs> oh she's had plastic surgery done on that as well <laughs> don't go there okay. removed. <laughs> no, I've has for a while so. Doctor Who oh. was it? was it? Dreamlands. Dream. God. Dreamlands. Shall we start Dreamlands. from a my, my big entrance there. And <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're back to the winking eye again. <laughs> when the girls at work complained to me, why, why they complained to me, I don't know, obviously because I like Doctor Who, that 
They didn't think they should have just released specials this year. Why wasn't there a complete series of Doctor Who? Like it was my yeah, your fault. Person. I get that a lot. Yeah. I'm pointing out, I'd like to have had an entire series, not just a yeah. scattering of little specials. But yeah, it's in my last place of work. That was crap. Why was it crap? I think this was this more, more probably hormone based than anything else, and not having a fix of David Yeah. <laughs> Well, she'll have to make the most of it because she's going to run out of her fix soon. Yes. Mm. I don't think adults' hormones are going to be running quite so... Um, no. Or if they are, we're all going to be sitting again. oh, but this is so close to illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Blathering one. Which I missed. Okay. Ah, so the orange Slovene. Uh, orange? Yeah. Mm. They weren't Slovene. They were Blathing. I know that They were Blathing. Blathing. They were Blathering Slovene. They yes, were, uh, but they don't know that they were Blathering Slovene until the end of it. They yes. were Blathering. Ah. Which is a different, different house family, song. Yes. Yeah. But what's the race called? Baxi-Karako Felibatorians. Yeah, I'm a... Yeah, That's the home planet. That's the home planet. Yeah, but this is Earth. We're called humans. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You want to see this place? It's like Spaghetti Junction with all the cables running everywhere. If if you've ever seen the Peter Cushion movies, the inside of this room actually looks like the TARDIS console from the Peter Cushion movies. (laughs) There's consoles everywhere and screens and monitors and cables running to boxes and... Soft centres. Things are flashing at us. Things are flashing and you dare some move. (laughs) Or touch microphone stands on fear of execution. Or at least an admonishment. Touching microphone stands. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, black spikes on the screen. Oh, no. yeah. Making love to Cecilia up in my bedroom. Got up to wash my face. When I come back to bed, something's taken her place. I'm losing my mind. You're driving me insane daily. Oh, Cthulhu. I'm down on my knees. I'm begging you, please, to go home. And go on home. <laughs> do, you, do you know what the original song was about? Uh, Cecilia, no. no. Do you know who Cecilia, or what Cecilia was? No, I've got no idea what Cecilia was. His dog. <laughs> it's a song about his dog. Making love to Cecilia upstairs oh, yeah. in my room. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Right. See, I like to spread these vicious rumours. <laughs> That's wrong. What's wrong? <laughs> no, just... Uh, <laughs> the old dog, yes, yeah. OK. They can't complain to the police. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he doesn't have any pets. <laughs> I can give her a biscuit afterwards.